Welcome to the Small But Mighty Podcast, where we dive into the world of connection. been a while it's been a long time it's been it's a new year new year new you new me Mm. hope so anyway last we're gonna call last episode the end of the season because um i came in and tried to record and i didn't like what i recorded (laughs) so then i came in and tried to record on christmas day and still didn't like well, I recorded the week before or the few, a few days before that. So um, we deleted it. I went home, went on vacation, and uh, just got some peace. My brain was too overwhelmed with so much going on that I couldn't think straight. And I couldn't have an organized conversation, I felt like, with each of you. So I just threw up my hands and said, let's take a break. And that's essentially what I did. And we are here. We're back today. I wanted to do it in February. So my years are going to go from February to February or February to January, not January to December, because I feel like there's so much content, like content wise. I think that's a good way to start the year content years, because you have a lot going on all the way from November to January that can give you a lot of content that could be used. So then after the first week of January, you can take a whole month's worth off, like a whole the whole rest of the month off, and you can do that for like scheduling and planning and stuff like that. So that's what I did. And here we are. I'm back <laughs> with a little bit more energy, clarity, and I think I'm ready to go. So um, yeah, I guess that's a summary of how things are going. I don't think I need to give too many details currently. I'm just a lot more clear-headed. So, yeah, that's the catch-up. I hope you all have been good. You guys can hit me up on Facebook and let me know how life's been treating you. I'd like to hear how all of your, if anybody made any New Year's resolutions. Shawnee, are you making any New Year's resolutions? I know what he's going to say. I don't believe in New Year's resolutions. Every day is a new year for me. Y'all, I've been listening to him say that for like 16 years. It's never changed. Never changed. I'm the same way, though. I don't make resolutions because, I mean, I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. That's a lot of pressure for, like, that's a lot of pressure. And I feel like I have enough pressure on me in a million other places that I don't need to do that. I like setting small goals throughout the months, weeks, and year that are reasonable some are unreasonable and i like i like to have like one big one but every small one is like a step to get to the bigger one you know what i'm saying and if i don't always and and it's not typically the goal usually isn't like the ultimate goal is to actually get the small goals completed and and stay focused on that not the focus on the big goal so that's how I don't do New Year's resolutions. Plus, like I said, I do February. February is my new year because is it really a new year if you're not born? <laughs> like <laughs> my new year starts on my birthday, I feel like. So that's where I usually start everything most typically. So February it is. So this year it's going to be fun. I have it all planned out, everybody. 
Look, I do. (laughs) Y'all, if there wasn't so much equipment between he and I, there's microphones, like four other, three other, four microphones between he and I and some speakers. If there weren't so much equipment, I would have thrown something at you. Thanks. I'm feeling slightly, I have aggression I need to get out. Oh. It's not towards you. (laughs) It's towards, you know what it's towards, but I just have some pent up aggression. I came out of a meeting earlier, y'all, and I've, and I don't like leaving meetings without knowing the answers to things and things being settled and it wasn't settled. So I'm just kind of like, I have extra energy that needs to be released. So a workout of sorts will probably take place later on this afternoon. Um, you distracted me. What was I asking? <laughs> what are your resolutions this year? Oh, no, I'm past that. We're doing, so this year we're going to have lots of fun. I've planned everything. It's still about mental health for season two because I feel like I didn't, I kind of didn't do the best that I could do for season one. So here was season two. Here are our topics that we're going to be discussing. So hang on. And these are not in order of when we will be discussing them. They're just in the order I wrote them. <laughs> PTSD, depression, eating disorders, OCD, anxiety, dissociation and dissociative disorders, ADHD, phobias and fear, postpartum depression, addiction, seasonal affective disorder, and suicidal ideation. Yes. So these are our topics for the year. So I hope at some point we discuss something that uh, you want to learn more about. That's all. I'm not something that affects you. I hope it doesn't affect you, but pretty sure all of these affect all of us in some way, shape or form. We probably all know somebody who is struggling with some of these things. So that's what we'll be discussing. Buckle up and join the fun ride. Fun, fun ride. Welcome back, y'all. That was a little, I got to think of, maybe I'll do a quick, we're great. Maybe I'll do a quick commercial for myself. Not for my show, for like some of my favorite place to eat at or something. I don't know. Verde's pretty good. Do you want to do one for Verde? Not till they pay me. (laughs) I don't even have a favorite anything there. I've only been there once that one time. That'd be a lie. Watch me send somebody, then it wasn't good. <laughs> They're paying you. <laughs> okay, anyway. <clears throat> hey, everybody, welcome back. Okay, for February, we will be discussing dissociation and dissociative disorders. Who knows what that is? I, um,. I didn't know it was as in-depth as it. I just thought it was kind of like when you get angry and you need, like, you kind of, like, it reminded me, when I I think of it, it it's like when my dad would always be yelling at me and then I would just kind of zone out. That's what I would consider dissociating for the longest time. That's what I thought up until I started doing the research. That's what I thought that was. Um, but there's so much more to it, and it's really interesting. Um, and it was really interesting. So I had a lot of fun um, researching this because I like going down rabbit holes. <laughs> um, so anyway, we will be discussing dissociation and dissociative disorders. And first, we'll be talking about, you know, 
is it zoning out? This week we're going to talk about is it zoning out or is it dissociating? All right. And then um, we'll try to answer the questions of like what dissociation is and dissociative disorders. We'll also discuss the five different types of dissociative disorders. Um, what and what an episode of dissociation looks like, you know, the warning signs for adults and for children and then the symptoms. And then we'll also discuss if it is, if by that point we'll be able to figure out if it's, if you are just zoning out or if you're just dissociating or if it's something else. So here we go. Um, dissociation is um, described by the Diagnostic and Statistic uh, Manual of Mental Disorders, the fifth edition. Most people know that as the DSM-5. Uh, they, they describe it as a disruption, interruption, and or discontinuity of the normal subjective integration of behavior, memory, identity, consciousness, emotion, perception, body representation, and motor control. Dissociative disorders are mental disorders that involve experiencing a disconnection and lack of continuity between thoughts, memories, surroundings, actions, and identity. Okay. So, you know, when I was reading that, I was just like, for me, I was just like, hmm. It got me to thinking of an interview that Beyonce did once when her album Sasha Fierce came out. And don't quote me on quoting her, but I'm sure if we went and researched it somewhere, we could find the specific quote. But she was explaining who Sasha Fierce was, and it was like an alter ego. She described it as her alter ego. So like she gets into this, her little Sasha Fierce, and it's just like a whole new person. Okay, so like when I was reading this, I was like, hmm, how much of an alter ego, you know, like is an alter ego part of dissociating also, you know? And so that's what I was, as I was um, researching, that's what I was looking at. And then um, that got me to thinking, cause I have a little alter ego. We were gonna talk about my little alter ego <laughs> today, but my friend James, AKA pick him up Nelson, his alter ego, um, we we're gonna talk about mine, and I had one. Her name was Delilah, <laughs> Delilah James. Sean could talk about her. I met her. He met her. <laughs> Dude, like I feel like I. The more I thought about that, like that whole thing, like. So let me tell you the story of Delilah James and how she came about. Okay, and we'll all decide if this was part of dissociation or not later on. Okay, Sean can decide with me. Um. Oh, and if you're new to the the cast to the podcast, Sean that I keep talking to is producer and at engineer editor. What are you? All the above. All the above. Okay, I was waiting for him to say something else smart. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for you to say and then some. Designer, <laughs> right? Oh, oh my God! Oh, so you, you did you did sign up for OnlyFans? Yeah. I'm glad you took people's advice. Anyway, um, so Delilah James came up from uh, one of our my former situationships and buddies. We'll just put it like that. And um, he used to make fun of me because I used to 
when we first started hanging out, I was still sitting out in my car for four hours listening to a radio show called Love Songs with Delilah because my radio wouldn't get reception where I was staying. So I would sit out in the car or I'd drive to a better place where I could get reception and I would sit there for four hours in the dark at night. Sometimes with my child in the back, no, yeah, sometimes, yeah, at that time, because if I was hanging out with Rada, okay, yeah, so uh, I'd be sitting out in the car with my kid in the back seat for four hours listening to this woman give relationship advice, pray over people. It wasn't a religious, um, it was a secular show, but she would still pray for people and um, play good old love songs. And so she consistently played Whitney Houston <laughs> and some other good old, some Michael Bolton and some other good songs. And she had my attention every night for four hours. And he thought that was hilarious. He thought it was wild that somebody by this time, there was enough technology that would somebody would still sit in the car for four hours and listen to the radio as if I was in the fifties, you know, and he would crack me up and he finally one day was in the car with me driving somewhere. And I told him to hush, to be quiet. Cause she was coming on and he's like, what? Oh, we got to hear Delilah. And he had never heard her. So he turned it up and he started screaming, Delilah, Delilah. And that's how I got the name. And it stuck from there. And then one of my, um, we we created is a group effort on the last name that came with her Delilah James. Um, we were celebrating his, my buddy, same person, his birthday, and we were all out at sushi. And we decided because my friend wanted me to be on her little management team, I needed a last name to go with Delilah. And um, so we ran through all the good old last names for porn stars. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this? Oh, you were there at Sushi Jennifer on the Rocks. Is. Yeah, we were going through it. Well, but we were at Sushi on the Rocks before his birthday. Remember mm -hmm. his 30th birthday is Rachel, you, yeah. me. Like we were all there and we were all trying to come up with last names that didn't sound too pornish. But we got, we came with Delilah James came, was the, was the name. She was quite sassy. I feel like, what was she like? You describe her. Yeah, very sassy. <laughs> Shut yeah, it could be. It was an escape. It, it, it allowed me to be, it allowed me to be, I think, who I am naturally without the criticism of other people expecting a more toned down version. It allowed other people to be more accepting of my, out, of my outgoingness and like my creativeness. And they could be like, oh, that's the artist. Whereas, um, if you saw me then on my day job, which was a very professional day job, you have to stay within these specific boundaries. Um, it's very straight, and I'm not like that. It's really like I'm just not, I have to be able to have my creativity and stuff like that. So, she was the ex situation ship provided me, I will say this. That I needed that space at the time to be able to be something like to be to have that freedom to be my creative person and have that outlet, and that person provided that space for me. That's the one thing I am grateful for. So, if they ever listen, mm -hmm. they can hear it and be happy. Anyway. <laughs> All right.
part of me feels like there may be this underlying fear that I that I will try and then I won't finish again. Growing up, that's why I wanted, because I, I wanted to be a daddy. Because like I, I don't want my kids to feel how I feel. I'm Oliver Last Name, the creator of a book for people who love people. The book's designed to help us get closer to ourselves and the people around us. You see, healing comes in the form of vulnerability. But the problem is, vulnerability is often hidden. And I wanted to create a tool where we could heal together. And when they look at me, I want them to see me. Get your copy of a book for people who love people, Indie Volume 1 now. Available at fpwlp.com. Okay, so we're back with the five dissociative disorders and what they are. You have dissociative identity disorder. You have dissociative amnesia. You have depersonalization or derealization disorder. Or other, see, this is where it got foggy for me. They, then they just label it other specified dissociative disorders. And then they have the next one, unspecified dissociative disorders. So, I mean... What other specified dissociative disorders are there? And what's an unspecified dissociative disorder? I didn't go into those things. Then now I'm sitting here looking at my notes thinking, I wanted to know what those are. Like, what would that be? Um, but those are the five. And each of these all, like, the dissociative amnesia is what um, most people are aware of. Um, as I was doing the research, that's the one where people get a little for forgetfulness. It's that when you kind of zone out and you don't even remember it happening, like, um, my, like I kind of like my, when, when I sleepwalk, I would, you, I, you would have to tell me like, I'm awake, I'm having conversation, but I have no idea it's happening and I can't remember it at all. So that would be part of that. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so those are the five. We are, as we go on, we will, this month, we will dig further deep into these. I think this episode, I'm just kind of setting the basis so you guys know, because this is going to be a month-long um, month long discussion. So what does an episode of dissociation look like? So there's warning signs, um, and it was interesting to see the, the differences between the warning signs for adults and the warning signs for children. It was really like, it was, in, it was very interesting to me. Um, for adults, you have rapid mood, mood swings. And this list is very interesting to me too, and we'll discuss why in a second. So rapid mood swings, trouble remembering personal details, forgetfulness about things you've said or done, behavior abilities that change, altered identities, okay? That was the one. Depression, anxiety, or panic attacks, thoughts of suicide or self-harm, substance abuse, failed treatments or hospitalizations for mood disorders. So that's for adults. And what's interesting to me is every single one of these you can find as warning signs for other things as well. 
so the, when I say this, so you have to be careful because um, we'll talk about this next week because each of these can go with PTSD as well. It can also go with schizophrenia. It can go with a lot of things, but these are some of the warning signs. So when you see these warning signs in people, I think it's, um, I think, it, I feel like it should, I, I don't want to say it's common sense because people, you know, common sense isn't all that common. But if you see some of these things, I think you should say, hey, look, it's time to go in and get some help is maybe, or try to approach, figure out a way to approach. So then for children, warning signs are they seem spacey, uh, stare out the window a lot, have, an, have imaginary friends. They forget they, what they've said or done or uh, they forget they've said or done something. And they have ADHD or other learning disabilities. You know, I'm sitting here reading this. You know how many kids have ADHD <laughs> now? Like, you know how many kids are staring off into space now? They're in their own little world. You know, they are dissociating. I believe kids, a lot of kids today, you know, young kids today are dissociating, but it's because they are so focused on screens and they don't know how to make themselves capable of focusing on what's really happening in front of them real life. And when things are starting to get uncomfortable for kids as a way to self-soothe or make them feel safer, they dissociate. That's my theory. Didn't read it anywhere. That's just my thoughts. Um, just by observations that I've made with my own children and other children I'm around. <laughs> Um, symptoms, <clears throat> symptoms have, um, they have an out of body experience and you know what? Okay. Back to Delilah. <laughs> she almost was like a whole out of body experience in all honesty. Like it was like a whole human being. And when I say it's like, I feel like she was like, I had two different people like I had her and then I had this me this little girl that was still growing up and if you know me like if you know my story I um moved out of my parents house when I was 18 for school for college like you know a lot of people do these days and um and then I got pregnant when I was 20 years old. So I was pretty much still a kid. Like I was still a kid, I was still growing up. And I feel like my growth got stunted. I feel like my growth of some sorts, my emotional growth or something got stunted somewhere. And that person stayed. And in the process of all the struggle, I met X situationship and had this outlet to be creative and to be Delilah. And it was almost like a whole different body I was stepping into when I got to go over and do this thing because it was just different. <laughs> I got to, I got to, I don't know. I got to wear all my fun outfits. I got to like, it, I just got to be so much more creative. Like I got to be my creative self and, um, it was like an out-of-body experience, but it wasn't like the one they're talking about. Like the out-of-body experience, I feel like they're talking about Scrooge McDuck. What's that show? <laughs> like every time I think about that movie, I think about Scrooge McDuck, not freaking the actual name of the movie with Mickey Mouse and the little Tiny Tim. Duck Tales? No, Tiny Tim. 
Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. Oh, Scrooge McDuck. Bill Murray played it too. They fly with the three ghosts in the movie. Oh, the ghosts of Christmas past. Is that the movie? It's one of them. He, he played Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck. Scrooge. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Scrooge. Okay, well, so in there, the guy, Tiny Tim's dad, goes and sees that's his body, like, leaves him, and he goes and flies with spirits. I think that's the kind of out-of-body experience, like, you can see yourself type of thing. I wasn't having that. I, it was kind of a feeling more so than an actual I can see my, felt like I could see myself separately. Um, they feel like you're, you feel like you, oh, y'all. Punctuation is important. I'm sitting here reading my notes and I skipped over some punctuation. I confused myself. You feel like you're a different person sometimes. Hmm. No. Would that count as that? No. Did I feel like? At the moment it was happening, I was doing it. I wasn't, it wasn't realizing in my head as that. Looking back, I could say I definitely felt like, I'm pretty sure I felt like a different person because I was, a, like, I was pretty much in that way. But you, I don't know, you feel like, like, I don't, because now it's like, that's an interesting one for me. You feel like a different person. I would, I would ask, have to ask a, a therapist what they mean by that. I would need to look that up. What do you think that means, Sean? What, out of body experience? No, feel like, you feel like you're a different person sometimes. That's another symptom. Psychology is so... Um, well, I mean, like an out-of-body experience, drug-induced, but then... It's, that's not a symptom, then, because it's drug-induced. Right, and then if you're going through, like, trauma-based, I would say... Like, well, that's what I was going to... This, yeah, dissociation is trauma. From the trauma. And that's why... And I think the third angle, just at least for me, is alter ego kind of ties into that like it's like okay I'm, I'm introverted and shy yeah and I've developed this defense mechanism that I've become this super talkative outgoing flashy dressing alter ego that's what she was right that's more me I'm a and that's me extroverted introvert yeah me too like I, I'd rather not be hanging around people you know maybe one or two people but I, yeah I like to be I always used to joke. But I can become that. Yeah, I always used to joke. I go, I hate hanging out in groups, and groups are three people or more. <laughs> I do. I do, too. I'd rather have one. It's really stressful for me to keep my thoughts all together when there's more than three people in the room, because not only am I listening to what people are saying, my for whatever reason, I take in body language and just vibe what we call vibes today, like I the energy, people's energy. Right. And that's, it overwhelms my senses. I've left your y'all's show sometimes just because I'm, I was, my anxiety was on a thousand. Yeah, I, like Delilah, Delilah didn't show up. Corey did. I think in a way that that's a, a healthy form of it. He used to yell at me all the time for that. Develop that defense mechanism where 
it's actually a healthy defense mechanism, in my opinion, where you're not so introverted that you can't leave the house. Mm -hmm. But you develop this skill where it's like, okay, I, ha I have to ch channel it and mm -hmm. know when to turn it on. Yeah. Because, I mean, think about I I'll do six to 18-hour DJ sessions mm -hmm. at the club with a 1,000 people. And the whole time I'm kind of annoyed to talk to people, but I do it. And I was always shy when I was young, which now I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you <laughs> unless I like you. <laughs> He's not lying either, y'all. I have to pay for him to talk to me. <laughs> not true. Partially true, but not true. <laughs> <laughs> y'all heard that. He said partially true. <laughs> Oh my god, you're ridiculous. I cannot with you. But it's not true. Like, if, if I communicate well, you know that, but I don't get chatty. It's like, especially if you like texting and all that. It's like, if it's not yes or no, what time, what color, just my mind don't. In other words, unless it's about his clothing line, yeah. <laughs> what time you're coming to the studio. Kind of. But my brain don't stop, so I'm already, like, thinking about something else. Mm -hmm. And to divert that to catering to a different conversation, totally off topic, throws me off. <laughs> I was just messing with him. You see how easy it is, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You feel like your heart is pounding or you're lightheaded. So let me tell you about this because I've passed out. They're trying to figure out if I'm passing out because I'm having seizures or if I pass out. Well, I don't know. This could be it, though. Could my heart pounds like mad sometimes and then I get lightheaded. I see stars and then I'm out. And it happened to me while I was in the middle of interpreting once I was standing there. I started I started signing. Hold on. Hold on. I'm seeing stars. And then I don't remember anything else after that. At least it was in a doctor's office. <laughs> Every other time I did it on the pitcher's mound during a game. It's not like I did it on purpose. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. But I'm telling you all this because I've not been diagnosed with any of this stuff. Like, it's all connected to other things. And this is important because I just want you all to see. Well, I'm just going to tell you all now. This is the worst you could get. By my understanding of the mental health issues, this is the worst you can get on this scale, supposedly. Um, but we'll discuss that as well later on this month. Um, you feel emotionally numb or detached. I went through a really hard season with that just this last year. I would be sitting up in church just crying and crying and crying. And the only thing, like, they're, they're preaching or they're singing or praying, and I'm just sitting there crying and they're not even really paying it. I mean, I'm hearing what's being said, but I'm just like, God, I can feel like my heart feels like stone, you know, like, and I'd be crying. Like, I don't like how this feels. And that's probably why I don't like taking medication is because I don't want to feel that. Like, I hate feeling like I'm not myself. Like, I hate it. So I would rather be able to... I want to be able to feel, I like feeling the emotions. I have to learn how to control them is what the issue is. I like to know that I can feel, I like to feel other people's emotions. I like, it makes me feel human. It makes me feel closer to God because I mean, can you imagine what Jesus was going through? You know, like I want to feel those things. Um, you feel little or no pain. I don't know if they're talking about physical or not here because, <laughs> um, I don't feel pain a lot. Somebody, one of the, one of my friends says they were getting a procedure done. I was like, oh, that's easy. They're like, well, we've been holding it off because 
people have been saying it hurts a lot. I go, I, I just kind of sat there and looked at them. I was, and I was like, who? And they, and they listed off a lot of people that I would believe if I were them. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, they're like, what, it didn't hurt? And I'm like, no, it didn't hurt me, but I guess I have a high threshold for pain, physical pain. So, um, I mean, I have to be because I, I'm clumsy. <laughs> if you, oh, Delilah was real clumsy. Delilah would get like, she'd walk into things without even paying attention and just like bounce off like it's nothing and get back up. <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> The next symptom is not remember how you got somewhere. Um, oh, I skipped one. You have an altered sense of time. That's another one. Like altered sense of time, like you're always late. Or altered sense of time, like you think it's Thanksgiving and it's really Christmas. <laughs> like, are we talking about like time traveler's wife type of stuff? Like, do you think it's the future? Um, anyway, not remember how you got somewhere. I mean, that happened, but I'm pretty sure a date rape drug was put in my drink. And I got abducted by people, as Delilah. <laughs> I got abducted by two people from Kenya. <laughs> Should I tell that story? <laughs> Can't really mention it and not tell it. Went to the cast club with my deaf friend, who was a man to meet my friend there that's blind, who plays the keyboard at our, <laughs> at our church. <laughs> then happened, so I'm there with a deaf and blind person, two, both men. And then my, um, my um, friends with benefits happened to be there um, at the same time. And he's a firefighter, or, <laughs> so. <laughs> And then there was somebody else there, another man there that I knew as well that I was good friends with. Like, I was in a safe place, right? So the assumption is I'm on um, Long Island. I'm going to the bar to get my third Long Island, but their drinks were made in small cups, so it wasn't really that strong of a Long Island. I was not drunk. I wasn't walking all crazy or anything. This guy at the bar, I do remember this. Like, I remember everything happening up until I took, like, two or three drinks. I was drinking my drink, walking back to my friends with benefits to dance. So then um, we're sitting there, like, so, but while it's being made, I turn and I look at this guy. This guy got my attention that was next to me and was talking to me while the bartender was making my drink. I think the bartender did something or put something in there or somebody on the other side of me did something. Um, anyway, I was sucking it down on the way to the dance floor. I get to the dance floor. I start to get dizzy. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the restroom. I went to the restroom. And then the rest, I don't know what happened after that. I remember um, opening up my eyes and seeing women pulling my pants up. <laughs> and then... And then I close, I somehow, next time I opened my eyes, I was out on the sidewalk in Casba, and these two ladies from Africa were yelling at my two friends. The blind man was telling him he can't drive my car back to his house, and my deaf friend's like, I don't understand what's going on, because he couldn't hear. 
and he kept on looking at me like, who are these women? Who are these women? And I go, and then next thing I know, I'm being shoved into either an Uber or a Lyft with these two women and a, this is a male driver. And that's all I know. And I wake up the next morning at like 10 a.m. I was on the northeast side of Indianapolis where I started. And I ended up on the southwest side of Indianapolis. Or not, it's Midwest. Ben Davis area? Midwest? Huh? West. West, straight west, due west of Indianapolis. And to put that into like, that's a good half an hour drive, if not longer, across town. <laughs> and I just woke up and I'm like, because a five year old kid was jumping on me. I'm like, what the heck? Wow. And that's all I know. I don't, that's, um, I don't know. I think that was a day parade drug. And I don't know if anything happened to me physically. They said that they didn't send me home with my friends, the guys, because they didn't trust that they would, they were my friends. And that they were protecting me. And I was just like, in my head, I was like, well, you could have taken me home, like, to my house. <laughs> or, well, if I was, like, you could have ridden with my friend. Like, you could have had my friend. Like, you could have, I don't know, taken me to the police station down the street. You could have taken me to the police that were right out at the sidewalk. Like, you abducted me and took me to your house instead. <laughs> so they didn't steal any money out of my wallet. But if they stole my identity, good luck with that credit score, man. <laughs> <laughs> and those student loans. <laughs> when you get that all fixed, let me know. I'll take my identity back. You know, there are perks to having a bunch of student loans on your credit. <laughs> Nobody wants to steal your identity. <laughs> okay. You have a tunnel vision. Another symptom is that you have tunnel vision. You, ha you hear voices in your head. You have intense flashbacks that feel real. You become immobile. You get absorbed in a fantasy world that seems real. <laughs> yeah, I have none of those. I don't, do you hear voices in your head? Cause they are, did, did you see, did you see that, did you see that some people, they say that some people dialogue with themselves in their head and That's other people I do. don't? I do. I do too. I'm always talking. So that I always wondered, what do you mean? Like when people say, do you hear voices? It's God to me. Yeah. It's God. Yeah. But when I was like, do you hear voices? I get so scared to say yes. But it's like, there's only, well, there's two. There's me and there's God. You don't have two? Yeah, like you have that conscience. Yeah. Voice, and then. I mean, I don't ever hear, like, God's voice. Ooh, what do you think? What do you think that sounds like? You John, 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 John. James Earl Jones. I don't hear that. I hear my own voice. Sean, I am your stuff. father. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I just think it's conscience. That's yourself. Mm -hmm. Talking to yourself. I don't, I don't know, but everybody's different. Mm -hmm. I think we all... I thought it's... But I did, too, but they're saying no. <laughs> like, people say that they don't have that dialogue going on in their heads. They also say they don't hear voices when they're reading to themselves. Maybe that's why I'm super OCD. There's two of me. 
<laughs> Look. You do this, you do that. Go there. Why do there do this too? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, and then, yeah. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. He's back. We are back. And now we are going to be discussing, am I zoning out or dissociating? Sorry for that great deep old breath. I was laughing pretty hard a minute ago. <laughs> anyway, am I zoning out? So do you guys think this zoning out is dissociating or is it something bigger? Okay. So zoning out is considered a mild form of dissociating. It's um, at the very lower end of the spectrum. And it's kind of just what I was describing earlier is, you know, when you're like your parents are like getting at you or the teacher or whatever, and you kind of just dissociate and zone out um, just to kind of get into that self-soothing, comfortable space to make yourself feel better. Um, then you have the other end, and that was the depersonalization, derealization disorder that I had mentioned up above. Um, and that's kind of at the other end of the spectrum for dissociative disorders. And uh, so there's this test. And um, <clears throat> there's a way, that's how I know that this is at the end of the spectrum is because I went and took the test. <laughs> I went and took it. And when I took it, I took it from the perspective of where is that in my worst mental state so far of my life. And I still didn't land on the depersonalization, derealization disorder category. It's stopped at PTSD. <clears throat> so there's like on this, on this, um, on this self self assessment tool and stuff, you ask, it asks you all of these questions and then you get the answer. And um, it's based off of like, whether you're healthy and it goes from like a two between a two and I'll explain this next week because we will be discussing this in further, but it's like healthy controls, schizophrenia, psychotic spectrum disorder, major depression. And it kind of just keeps going down, down, down to get to dissociative identity disorder. So that's the worst of them. And I didn't score that. I got close, but I didn't get there. <laughs> Thank God. So we'll go over that next week, and we'll dive into those. We'll be talking about. Um, it's going to be. We're talking about the. Um, tra hold on. Let me scroll down. Triggers, tests, and treatments for. Um, dissociation dissociative disorders because like I said a lot of these symptoms and warning signs and everything kind of cross over and just like when I was discussing the the test um, it's like a shutdown question it's called the shutdown dissociation scale and it's the scale then asks you all these questions and then it'll explain and each of these points then tells you what part of the shutdown you're in and dis dissociative identity disorder is at the bottom. It's like the worst. So, um, yeah, we'll be discussing that next week. I figure start with the worst and as we go throughout the year, we'll get to the better. Hey, <laughs> actually I just chose the schedule by the national holidays so they can all go together. <laughs> Marketing at all times. 
So I hope y'all have a great week. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging in. I hope I didn't lose any of y'all. And thanks for coming back and showing love. Come meet me on Facebook. I'll be rolling out all of the other social media um, pages and things this coming week. So look forward to those. You can also sign up. We'll be signing up for, we'll have an email and all that stuff too. So I hope to start getting some more interaction with you all. We get some reviews and things in. And if you want, when we get reviews and things in, I do share them on our podcast and I do share them online in our social media. So feel free to reach out and let me know what you think and have some dialogue. Adios, amigas and amigos.